I remember that when I was a kid, that always I always had this like image in my mind where everyone was just sitting on the floor, you know, like mats down, like pillows down, and everyone just like had their plate of food, and you know they had like their drinks, and I just remember how warm it was, you know, it, I never felt it that warm in America. Brooklyn is a junior neuroscience major. He's from Seattle, uses he, him, his, and right now he's living off campus in St. Paul. If you don't already know Brooke, he's one of the facilitators of MOCC, the Men of Color Collective. He also plays basketball and works with the men's team here. And in 2018, Brooke and his family went back to Ethiopia for the first time in 10 years. I was born in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and grew up in Seattle, Washington. I was two when I came, so like obviously I don't really remember anything from like coming here, but like I know that just from my parents talking to them like a little bit growing up, just knowing how hard it was for them, for, you know, first time in America for my mom and my dad basically, you know, it's like transportation, getting around the city, you know, Seattle's a big city and like, you know, being super unfamiliar when you're in a new place and you don't know anyone, you don't speak the language or anything, you know, it kind of like, I guess my mom would say like her just betting on herself you know i have to you know get through all of this shoot say like for my son i went back to ethiopia and then i went another time three years after we usually take summer trips and most people do just because you want that whole two months and i know a lot of people would think that it's a long time to be somewhere but we don't usually go often and for a place that feels like home to my parents two months isn't even long for them and then so kind of my family kind of felt like okay like we can kind of go back you know pretty often just because it still felt like home we didn't think it was going to be the last time but like a year went by and then, uh, you know, two years went by. And then I got into this like this program. I was like this, uh, this like a uh, scholarship, mentorship, like academic program that took away my summers. That's how the, the trend started for not going because my summers got taken away. And after that, some family from around the U.S. would come to Seattle and that took away summers. And then it just kept adding on. And before we knew it, it was like seven years. And then I started to do internships in high school. And then before we knew it, it was like a decade. Every summer, we, we kind of just like, you know, hint at it, talk about it, like, you know, what if we went this time? And then suddenly we just come up and call home and they'd be like, we'll see you next year. Like, we'll see you then. And then it just would never happen. I was just so busy with school and those programs and just other things that I didn't really think about it too much. And then after like four years, it became like a distant memory. And then when I started getting older and I was in college, I was like, man, like we really haven't went in so long. I was like, it's about to be 10 years next year. Like it's supposed to be a decade. Like. Mom was like, yeah, we have to go. Like, it doesn't matter. So it was my freshman year of at Mac. So it was like in September when we got here, they kind of started talking about it. Kind of, you know, super light. Like, nothing really, like, plans at all. So we decided kind of late. It was like October, November, and tickets are expensive. But we were like, nothing's going to stop us from going. So when we, once we figured it out, it was like... I mean, it was like December. I went back to Seattle and I was just like real giddy. Like the whole time, once finals ended, like that's what I was thinking about. Um, we were talking about that, you know, packing butterflies in the stomach, uh, just like super like, not like nervous butterflies, but just like, wow, like I don't even know what it looks like anymore over there. Like, I don't know what some of my family, like I, I you know, I'd seen photos, but not too much actually. So I just had memories of people's faces. And I was like, man, I don't even know what they're gonna look like some of these people. You know, me and my brother were talking like, well, you know, 
what we got to do talking about the foods we're gonna eat there's something called baklava and it's like a greek food like it's, it's where it originated but it's like it became like ethiopia's dessert so it's all over ethiopia they have like different like cafes that only make baklava so we were like yo we're about to hit baklava spots like and, and we knew our parents wouldn't let us off the hook because like it's kind of dangerous to be by yourself there when they can tell you're an american but we were like we're about to make moves some way so we're just like mad excited Right when we landed, uh, it was just like, it was just crazy to me how different the airport was because I hadn't been so long. And it's like, like, like me and my brother were just like, just super like starstruck, like seeing everyone who looked like us already first, right when we landed. And we see like flight attendants who were Ethiopian who were speaking Amharic. And we we're like, we're like, yo, what? I haven't seen a flight attendant with Ethiopian. And like, like everyone and like all the, the letters was in the Ethiopian alphabet. And it was super hectic. Like bags are everywhere. Like it's super, super unorganized. Like, shoot i love my country but that is the most unorganized place i've like it's 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 like i can't even describe to you like the amount of just so we we couldn't even really think in that moment like oh we're about to see our family we're just more like let's get out of this you know airport right now so we can see the family and we went straight to my uh my uncle's house which is where we stayed the whole time it was like that moment when we walked in where they had to like stand back and like stare in awe. They're like, cause they, the last time they seen us, we were so small. So like, we we're all huge. You know, my brother had facial hair. I had some facial hair. They're like, oh my God, like these guys are like, they're like almost men now. Like they're just, they like, we just kind of stood there and they were just like touching us like all over. Like, I remember like, we just standing there and they're just like examining us. Uh, I guess like when you come from America, kind of it's like, you know, they kind of revere you in a way. It's like, oh, like we have to treat these, Amer like, these kids are from America. Like, you know, they have all these, cool things they're like we have to make them feel super like you know pampered and that we didn't like, that's that me and my brother low maintenance like none of that you know we could just give us a bed and then like we didn't want no no special treatment no none of that like we just wanted to be with family like it didn't matter how how nicely they treated us my aunt um and my mom started crying because they hadn't seen their sister in 10 years and like it was just like super like i just i just felt like the emotion like just seeing them like you know be reunited it's funny because they always fight on the phone, right? They're always like yelling and stuff. But then right when they see each other, I was like, yeah, y'all not going to put that front up. Like <laughs> they started bawling. And I was like, and it was just nice to see her because that was like one of my favorite aunts from 10 years ago. And it was just like, we started like repeating these sentences uh, or inside jokes that we'd say 10 years ago about like some kind of foods that she would make us. And she was like, I got it for you right now. Like I'll make it right now if you want. And like, just like, even though it'd been so long, it just felt like it didn't feel like it'd been that long. I guess the times that really kind of stick out was just, it, it was these, uh, I, I don't really have like the words to describe how like, not how good it feels, but just like the kind of the atmosphere. It's like, you know, 20 people in a room kind of sitting together, um, family, friends, just people who my mom grew up with, people who her siblings grew up with. And we just sit there and like late at night till like, you know, 1 a.m. We're just like talking, they're just laughing. And when we were kids, though, we you know we'd be in the kids' room, like all playing, doing stuff. But now, since I'm, I was like 18, you know, I'd be sitting there talking with them, you know, either politics or life in America or, you know, life in Ethiopia. I, you know, I was at the adult table now, and my brother was too. And just like seeing the camaraderie, the family aspect, that was just the best stuff for me.
I remember this one time we went to this baklava place uh, with my uncle. And, oh, my God, that baklava was so good. Like, they try and make it here in America, but it just cannot touch what, what they make over there. Um, so, like, you know, we went out and it was real chill. Like, just sat sat on the tables and just, like, kind of watched the city go by. And, and we, I kind of could see the people's interactions and how, how it was the same, but also how kind of it was different from 10 years ago. It went by super quick, just like all trips do, I feel like. And I remember when the days start coming up. Well, I remember when my brother left, he was saying bye to my aunt Abu. Her name's Abarash, but we call her Abu. And I remember he just started crying. We didn't know, you know, we might not see them again for a minute because we hadn't been 10 years. We're like, damn, what if this happens? I mean, we know we don't want it to, but we're like, you know, what if? And she's like, she's a little older, you know, in her mid-60s, I, I feel like. A lot of people don't know their age there, you know, just like a birth certificate. And, you know, that's not something that was highly recorded back in the day for her. But she's older and like, I saw how much it, it meant to him to see her. So like, he was just crying. And I was like, oh man, I was like, am I going to cry when I leave too? I guess maybe I wasn't as emotional as I, thought, as I thought it was but I was I was like I was sad you know just because like I remember we were all like taking hella photos like we were you know you sit here you sit there like you sit up there you hold the baby you hold the other baby you know put the baby on his belly like we were trying to get as much photos together as possible like 10-15 people uh, just come that last at least two hours just to say bye to us and I just remember it being real sad and just like you know kind of reminiscing how I kind of felt throughout the whole trip not even because we did anything crazy, didn't see anything wild. You know, we didn't get to go to the countryside and, you know, look at, like, monuments or, like, anything that's, like, historic. You know, not that kind of stuff. It just, you know, being with family and, and, and you know, exploring the city. Yeah, I remember I, I was like, damn, I'm, I'm going to miss this a lot. I, after that, I don't know, I felt a lot more connected to my culture and I always was more I don't like comparing it so I'm not gonna compare but I was I would say you know in general connected to my culture but like just going there my I'm Harik I'm I'm fluent and I'm Harik but like it took a whole new level that I didn't even know there was more level well I knew there was more levels don't get me wrong but like I just didn't expect it to like improve like that in, and that makes sense because that's all I'm speaking all the time like I don't speak English at all you know, for a whole month and a half. So it was kind of weird actually coming back and speaking English. But I was just speaking Amharic the whole time and my Amharic improved so much. Like I was saying like these slang words that I didn't know I knew. The way I talked to people was real different than it is in America. That's what a lot of people didn't know. Like people knew, like, you know, growing up and stuff in high school, college, that I'm from Ethiopia or I'm Ethiopian. But I always kept that side. That's like a whole other side of me, you know? Not, not that I was ashamed of anything at all, just because, like, it's, like, definitely separate them before. And my close friends and stuff would know, you know, some cultural things I would do and, you know, I would say some things. But me just being a quiet guy in general about my private life and stuff, I wouldn't really say much about it. I can never really thought of it as just me. Like, I'm Ethiopian. That's just that's just something I keep over there. And I'm American, too. But after that, I just, I was like, damn, like, I, I wish, you know, I did the cultural dance more. Like, I, I wish... Uh, this and that. Like, I, I wish I, you know, talked to my family over there a little more. It was just something that, like, like, after going, like, just cemented in me, like, man, I'm just super proud to be Ethiopian.
like when I introduced myself, like before it was like, yeah, I would never really say like I was born in Ethiopia. Because before I'd just be like, yeah, um, you know, you know, I'm black or, you know, I live in America. But now it's like people ask me, I'm like, yo, no, I'm Ethiopian American. Like that's my other home. Like after going there, it just it made it feel like home. That was a big thing. Because I always saw Seattle as home because I, you know, I lived there my whole life basically. But now it's like, no, like that's home. You can catch up with Brooke on Instagram. He's at B-R-O-O-K underscore G-E-L-A-T-O or on Twitter at Brooke Galeta. That's B-R-O-O-K-G-E-L-E-T-A. Thank you so much for listening to Here We Are. The show is produced and edited by me with help from Shania Russell and Catherine Irving. Our music is by the amazing Blue Dot Sessions. I designed our tile art, and special thanks to Robin Anthony Peterson, who put together the portraits on our social media. You can check those out on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Here We Are Pod. That's it for Monday. I'm Kor Suzuki. We'll be back tomorrow with another story. <laughs>